Hello and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker and I'll be talking with you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. As the Me Too story broke and started to gain momentum, I find myself going through a whole range of emotions as a man. You know, in the beginning when the Harvey Weinstein story broke, I felt really good. I felt like this was a really great thing. You know, women were feeling safe to come out of the shadows and actually say, hey, I was abused. Let's talk about it. Because it's actually really difficult for women to accuse a man of sexual assault without a character assassination going the other way around. So a lot of women are abused in the world and don't feel like it's going to be a good idea to come forward and talk about it, especially actresses and women in, in show business because it can ruin a career, feeling like, oh, she's, this is a woman who breaks rank or, you know, makes trouble. All this kind of stuff can ruin a woman's career. So women often don't want to talk out. So yes, I thought this was really fantastic. But it quickly started to take some dark turns that upset me. You know, men were having their careers destroyed uh, without actual due process. And even more, men were starting to be called out who hadn't really quite done anything wrong. I mean, everything came to a head for me emotionally as I watched this when the Aziz Ansari story came out. When this, this, if you're not sure what this is about, Aziz Ansari was a comedian, or is a comedian, and this woman came out and wrote this blog about her experience with him where it was weird and awkward sexually. She felt a little bit pressured by him. He didn't rape her. He didn't sexually assault her. Nothing crazy happened, but it just made him look like a horrible human being. And this guy's career still hasn't recovered from this, from having done nothing really that wrong, uh, which sparked the whole affirmative consent debate. And, and, and I think that I, I found myself having a lot of struggle here because men have had careers destroyed that didn't deserve it. Men have had their careers destroyed that did deserve it. And there's been a perversion of justice. And I found it really hard to actually initially at least, listen to what the women were trying to say because I was just busy being mad that I guess it felt in some way like like justice was being perverted and that upset me. So today I'm going to talk about, you know, my experiences. I've really delved into this. I've talked to a number of women about it in great detail um, and where I'm at now and how I see all this affirmative consent stuff and, and the Me Too movement, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, and whether women are just going crazy or there's something really important here. So keep watching just to find out what uh, my feelings are on this. So where do I stand now? Well, let me start with a bit of psychology background of how I look at this. Um, first of all, most people agree that if you do standardized personality testing across the board in the Western world, in fact, pretty much all the world, women come up as being, on average, more agreeable than men. The desire to please other people is higher than what men experience. Now, most people agree on this fact. What they disagree on is the reason behind it. So, uh, you know, many feminists would argue that women are more agreeable because from childhood, women are taught that you, if you're a girl, you've got to be nice and you've got to be please other people. And it's your job to be you know, sweet and, and demure and, and there's this kind of persona that's pressed onto women from very young. And therefore, they become bad at setting boundaries and bad at saying no and they become too agreeable and these bad things happen to them and they're not equipped for it in life. 
the flip side, um, a lot of men, sort of the Jordan Peterson crowd, men's rights activists, uh, and myself, I think I lean this direction as well, believe that the reason women are more agreeable is more biological than, than societal. Meaning, well, look, women are just wired to be more agreeable. It's, it's part of their hormonal makeup. And, and I, I do believe this too. If I look at, for example, if you look at the animal kingdom, if you look at any animals that have high testosterone levels, whether it's male or female, the higher the testosterone levels, the less agreeable that animal's behavior is, right? I mean, the more aggressive, the more assertive, the more dominant, the more um, unfriendly in general that animal is. So yeah, men have more testosterone. Men are likely to be less agreeable. To me, that sounds like pretty sound science. It's pretty provable. So that that's where I stand. But it doesn't matter where you stand. The truth is that women are, in general, more agreeable in society. Now, the result of this uh, and the result of the discussions that have had a lot of women on this topic is an experience that almost every woman I spoke to has had multiple times. And this blew my mind. And I, I think it's going to, it should blow some of your minds, is that every woman I spoke to has had multiple experiences where, provided she's sexually active, where she slept with a guy and at some point she realized she didn't really want to sleep with him. Um, you know, it could be to do with how the, 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 convert, the, the interaction evolved or maybe he did something that was a big turnoff or he smelled bad or whatever it is. Things occurred that caused her not to want to sleep with him anymore. But she felt so much pressure, either from the guy, um, not sexual abuse, just pressure, or she felt societal pressure not to be, you know, not to be a cock tease, not to be that woman who just leads a guy on and then pulls out last second. She felt so much pressure that she went through with it anyway, and as a result, she felt really mm, gross and dirty afterwards, and really her self-esteem took a hit because she did something she wasn't really comfortable doing. And I was... Amazed. I was amazed by how prevalent this experience was. And, and actually, this has given me some insight into what happened with the Me Too movement and what happened, what, why this whole affirmative consent thing makes sense. And by the way, if, if you're not sure what affirmative consent is, affirmative consent is the notion that you should get a woman's verbal consent that yes, she indeed wants to have sex with you. The fact that she is touching you sexually, the fact that she's making out with you, the fact that she brought you back to her house isn't enough. That doesn't equal consent. Consent should be a very verbal statement. And and on face value, when I first saw that, I thought, this is absolutely apeshit insane. This is ridiculous, right? Way to kill the mood. But actually, when you look at this problem that women have had, feeling dirty and gross after sex, and this creates massive amounts of resentment, you can see why affirmative consent is a thing or why that's something women are asking for. Because if men would stop for a moment, say, is this what you really want to do? Then women feel like they wouldn't have to have these horrible experiences. Now, I, you can look at this, you can look at this whole debate and you can say, well, wait up, women should just learn to say no. This is woman's problem. Learn to set better boundaries, woman. Jesus, don't make it our fault. <laughs> okay, it's not our fault as men. You got to learn to say no, be an adult. And to some degree, I, I still feel like that. Now, to some degree, I think there's a good argument that says women need to learn to set boundaries. They need to learn to say no, and then these problems wouldn't come up, and we wouldn't have to have this whole affirmative consent debacle. But I've got to admit, again, after conversations I've had with women, to see the other side, there's more to it. For example, myself personally, if I think about all the women that I've been with in my life, I don't want to feel like those women have walked away from their experiences with me and felt dirty. I don't want that. I 
don't like that. I, I want women to walk away from having been with me intimately and feel like it was a generally a good experience. And I don't mean that in the egotistical, this has to have been the best lay she's ever had. Hey, that would be nice, but that's not, I just mean that two adults have walked away feeling like it was a good event, a positive event in their lives and their lives will go on. I don't want it. I don't want women to take that, you know, that, that, that emotional hit from having slept with me. That's not what I'm looking for at all. And I, and I think that, I think that I've been somewhat guilty of perpetuating this notion that women should feel bad for leading men on. And I think that's, I believe now, I think that's actually quite unhealthy. You know, I haven't, I haven't purposely laid guilt at women's feet and say, you shouldn't lead me on, you're a bad person. But I still perpetuate it by talking to friends and saying, oh man, she was such a cock tease. She was just playing games with me. And, you know, and I do that. But what I'm doing is I am, I'm perpetuating this notion that women, it's not okay to, for a woman to change her mind at the last minute. And that's where this problem is part of where this problem is. And this, I think part of that lies with us men. Should we be having affirmative consent should men have to go oh by the way before i actually put my penis inside your vagina is this really what you want to do i know you've been giving me a blowjob for the last 20 minutes but just checking in um (laughs) uh yeah you know what to me it's complicated i think there is a way to do it i think there is a a way most of the time to, to do this in a sexy way as a guy and i think that in future i will be trying to incorporate this in just because i don't want to create negative experiences I'm not going to do it because I'm afraid that women are going to accuse me of a crime because honestly, I think I'm good enough at reading body language to know I'm not going to push a woman past her comfort zone. But I'm going to incorporate that just for safety, for the sake of not making the world a worse place. But I've got to say that I also think part of this is a woman's responsibility. But I've got to say there is more to it than feminists want to let on. For example, if I if I exercised affirmative consent in all my interactions with women, I'd say that I would have lost out on, on a lot of sexual potential. In other words, lots of times I would have been turned down for sex. And and I'm not saying it's because these women didn't really want to have sex. I've had a lot of in-depth conversations with women and experiences with women who actively, as part of their foreplay process, want to play cat and mouse. They want to reject you and ha- feel the man push. That's what they want. That's part of their whole thing. And and I, I know that I've had whole relationships predicated on that with women, especially women around South South America. Uh, um, black women often want that as well. They want to feel like they're really wanted, like the guys worked for it. And I get that. I do. I understand that psychology too. And I quite enjoy that process. It's not necessary for me to, to be sexually turned on, but I quite enjoy the feeling dominant and assertive and aggressive. It kind of brings out a masculine vibe in me, and, and I quite like that. But if men keep getting that message, if men keep having sexual experiences with women who want men to keep pushing when she says no, or to keep pushing when she's coy and she kind of, you know, isn't assertively no, I mean just kind of, you know, (laughs) um, dancing around the topics of sex and making him work for it, then they shouldn't expect men to ever change. And so women need to get their act straight before they start asking men to have to engage in this affirmative consent because... There's too many mixed messages out there. It's just not going to happen. So that message has to be straight before anything can be done. Having said that, I I feel like I have a lot of empathy for women um, with this whole Me Too thing. I I am very upset that men have had their careers destroyed before it was proven that they'd actually committed crimes. You know, Kevin Spacey was knocked straight off the set. The second that, um, you know, guys were coming forward saying that he had sexually assaulted them, that was it. His career was destroyed. In fact, 
every man's career was destroyed before it was proven that he had done anything wrong. And this is, this it runs counter to the entire judicial system, which is predicated on the notion that you are innocent until proven guilty. And I think it should be a crime to fire a man until he's been proven that he's been guilty of that crime. I, I, I just think it's absolutely criminal to do anything else. You know, the difficulty is if women didn't come forwards um, publicly to denounce these men and ruin their careers before they'd been proven guilty, other women wouldn't have felt safe to come forward. So I, 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 I have an extra a little bit of sympathy. I think this is terrible, but I think that it's almost a terrible thing that had to happen. And I don't like saying that as a guy, and I feel like a traitor to my men's rights core, but I do feel that a little bit. I also feel that there is a problem that needs to be spoken about. I think on the whole, it's been approached wrongly because you shouldn't be demonizing men who are just pushing to get sex. I think that is demonizing the whole notion of what it means to be a man. I don't mean that as a toxic masculinity thing. I just mean as a man, we pursue sex. Don't make us feel bad about it. I think that's rubbish. But I think it is very valid to say, hey, we as women are having this problem of having had sex because we're feeling pressured into it and we feel dirty and we don't want that. And collectively, we feel a lot of resentment. That is really valid. And I've got a lot of, um, I've got a lot of compassion for that. And I hope that listening to me talk and rant a little bit today gives men a little bit of compassion for that, what's going on. You know, again, I hope you can see in the video, I don't think women are blameless in all this. I don't think the situation was all okay and how everything's been handled has been okay. But I feel like I've got newfound compassion here. And um, do you as well? Have I said anything in this video that's been of interest to you? I'm sure I'm going to get guys telling me how much they hate the video and that's okay. Uh, let me know what you think in the comments below. As always, if you like my channel, uh, give me a thumbs up and subscribe so you don't miss out on my future videos. I'm Damien. Have a great week. Talk again soon. That's it, and thank you for watching today's podcast. As a high five for taking the time to learn today, you can head over to schoolofattraction.com forward slash personality test to complete our scientifically backed attraction personality test, which will help you uncover the areas you most need to work on based on your personality assessment. Take care, and I look forward to bringing you my next podcast.